Thank you for listening to the Pure Purpose Podcast. I'm Bobby Jones. And I'm Beth Hobbs. The only podcast where you get the tools that you need to become your true, authentic self and walk out your destiny. Beth, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty fantastic. Love it, love it. You're always doing fantastic, though, like you said, and, and love it. I, I'm so very excited about today because we had so much to talk about on the last episode that we decided to make a part two. Which is a good idea, if we're being honest. Which is a great idea. <laughs> and so we're talking about emotions. We're talking about bumping your bucket. We gave you a lot of tips in the last episode of really like how to process with people, find trusted people right, that you can process with. A lot of different tips that we gave you as far as unplugging and sitting. But we want to talk a little bit of how to process today how to process your emotions. We want to give you a few tools that you can take home today and and really just start applying. And, and, and I really believe that what we give you today is going to be an immediate, you're going to be able to see a change immediately. It's true. It's not going to change overnight. No. But you'll start to see some changes. Mm-hmm. And so processing emotions, Beth, give it to them. So the first thing that I think of when it comes to processing emotion is that, one, everyone does it differently. So I, for the longest time, it was just journaling. That was the only way I knew how to process emotions. That's good. And the reality is is that there's a lot of different ways. Yes. And the other thing that I think of is that our bodies are physical bodies. Emotions are physical things that happen to us. Yes. You talked about last episode about how we we don't choose to feel fear when we see spiders. Right. Like we just experience things and we can change those emotions through experience. But when something happens to us, it happens to us. Right. It physically happens in our bodies. When we get angry, our hands, they start getting all red and all the blood goes there. Right. So when it comes to processing and managing emotions, a lot of the things we can do are physical. Right. So let me add to that real quick. Because I don't know that we talked about that in last episode. I I think we we alluded to some of it. But uh, so... First of all, like you said, when you see when you have a fear of something, let's say something happens, right? Like like let's say you're driving down the road and you have a close call in a car accident. Your heart is going to drop into your stomach or your stomach's going to cut whatever you say it's going to do. It's it, and you're going to you're going to be scared, but after you're going to be like oh, thank you for not, you know. And, and it's it's and you can't you can't stop that. Yeah. Right? But but how do you process that? It's the same thing when you see someone that you care about, you're excited about it. Well, how do you, pro- well, you're not going to go tackle them in the hall. Well, maybe some of you will, <laughs> but you're not going to go tackle them, right? Same thing with anger. So when that comes, when that thing comes, when those start bubbling up inside of you, what do you do with that? First step, when those, when those emotions start coming, Beth, and it's you know where it starts. It starts in your stomach, mm-hmm. and it starts just going up. And before you know it, whether it's anger, whether it's fear, whether it's sadness, whatever it is, how do you process that? What's one of the first things that you do when you know something's coming that you're like, huh? I don't need to let this sit here because it's not going to serve me well. It's true, and um, my experience and my process is usually I just experience the emotion. So when I see the spider mm. in my room, I just scream. Now I live alone, so that's a little less embarrassing. <laughs> but like when I see a spider, I scream and then I go get my shoe and I squish it and I move on with it. But like my first thing right. is I have to experience I, I have to experience it. You have to feel it, don't you? Yeah. After I've experienced it, I don't criticize myself for experiencing that. Yes. Cause for a long time, 
when I was driving, and I've had a lot of close calls driving because <laughs> I'm always becoming a better driver every day, you know? <laughs> well, um, and let me just say this. Not, no one knows this. I don't think we've mentioned this. You didn't grow up over here. Where'd no, you grow up at? Tell me where no. you grew up at. Okay, so when I was seven, my family moved to Poland. Poland. And so, um, for one... Poland and Europe in general have a very different outlook on life than Wyoming and America have. (laughs) Um, But for two, my experience with cars, I did not sit in the driver's seat of a car until I was 17. 17, yeah. And it was like late 17 too. And I was terrified of driving because I'm like, are you for real? You're going to give me, a 17-year-old, control over a two-ton vehicle that can murder people if I'm not careful? Right. It was big stress. Yeah, I, I can imagine. So, okay, yeah. So, I just wanted to, I wanted to let our viewers know where you're actually from, but go back into if you've had a lot of close calls. Yeah. So, not having as much experience driving as normal humans do in this country, um, <laughs> I have had a lot of situations where I've either had a bad judgment or I haven't seen something that I should have seen and all of these things and almost gotten into so many wrecks. <laughs> so many wrecks, Bobby. Like, yeah. I know I, angels are real because, like... <laughs> I should be dead. We're going to have to do a bonus episode on like just this. <laughs> like just talk. We'll do it at some point. But it's fair. But all that to say, when I had have had those experiences, I am like almost always crying because I'm like, I almost died or I almost killed someone. Right. And driving is a great example of how to quickly manage your emotions. Because, like, you yes. have to keep driving. You have to. Like, you can't just stop in the middle of the intersection right. where you almost T-boned someone. Like, you have to keep going. You know what? I never thought about that. Like, you can't just stop driving. Yeah. If you, Especially if you're in Denver. Oh, no. Because we're oh. so close to Denver, oh. right? I-25. And, I mean, people are driving absolutely insane. And, yeah, you may have, like, a situation where you're trying to pass and someone comes up on you and, like, oh, well, that could have been close. But you can't slow down. Yeah. You have to keep going. Yeah. So realistically, you have to, as they come, right, process the motions come, fill them, experience them, gone. Yeah. Fill them, experience them, gone. Yeah. Right? Because if you do sit in one, it could mean accident. And so actually, let's use that analogy for life Mm -hmm. in a person. Think about your emotions, right? Think about driving a vehicle and everything that you're feeling when you know, maybe some of you have been in this situation. Maybe you haven't, but I'm sure at some point you've been in a car or whatever, right? You can't just stop. It's the same thing with your emotions. You can't sit in anger because yeah. then you're going to yeah. act on anger. Mm-hmm. You can't sit in sadness because then you're going to sit in sadness and it's probably going to snowball and you may not get out of bed for the next week, two weeks, month, whatever. You know, I've been there before in the past. You know, even um, fear. You can't sit in fear because fear causes us to do so many things that we never intend to do. Yeah. And so it's understanding that when these come, we have to fill them, Mm -hmm. but we have to release them. Oh, yeah. And that's that's where I think a lot of our young ones are getting caught up. Mm -hmm. They come and they think they're bad. Right. And they don't process and they just stuff them back down. Right. But well, because who wants to experience a painful emotion? I mean, right. no, yeah, one. no one. No one. <laughs> no one in their right mind, anyways. Like, you can train yourself to experience painful emotions and enjoy it. Right. I mean, that's why we go to the gym, right? Because we enjoy the pain of getting bigger muscles. Right, right, right. And this is different than that, of course. But the reality is, is that the fastest way to dissipate painful emotions is to experience, experience them, them and then let them go. Experience them. Or return them to joy, really. 
Yes. If we consider joy to be the center of our being and the center of our emotional state yes. or whatever positive emotion you want, maybe it's peace yeah. or maybe it's hope. Yeah. For me, it's joy. Yep. Joy is my central emotion. And if you read brain science, joy is typically the center emotion. And so you yes. want to train yourself. You want to learn how to return to joy. Yes. But we still experience all of these other emotions. Yes. And we have to experience them in order for them to lose their power. Yeah. We, well, absolutely. Yeah. Well, and in, in, in think about that. Like, even with joy, like, our bodies weren't meant to sit in a state of anger. Right. Sit in a, a state of sadness. Sit, you know, whatever it may be, our bodies weren't meant to sit there. Like, you know how you feel when you just feel icky. Like, let's say, like, you, you're, let's say something, like, bothers you and mm-hmm. maybe something upsets you because we're, we're human. We still get upset. Sitting in that is a disgusting feeling. It is. Like, being mad at someone and holding something is a disgusting feeling. It's like, you don't want that. Like, because the way you feel, you know you don't feel good. Right. And your pride won't let you drop that. Mm-hmm. But, but it's understanding that if joy, we can, but, but joy is our central emotion that we sit in. Yeah. Think about that. Why is that the case? Well, because joy <laughs> makes you feel good. It doesn't eat away at you. It's just, <laughs> You know, different things like that. And so it's like, why wouldn't anger be the central? Why wouldn't fear? Why wouldn't? Because it's just not that way. Yeah. All, a lot of those are secondary mm-hmm. to basically the main. And like, you may think that you feel positively, like when you're feeling angry, you feel powerful. Yeah. But let me tell you, man, when you feel joy, you feel more powerful. Right. Like, and that's just a reality where it's like, we take the second best because we don't know how to get the best. We'll yes. sit in anger, we'll sit oh, in fear, we'll sit that. in sadness. Like my Oof. life experience, I, so speaking of living in a foreign country, when I moved back to the States, I was very, very, very upset. Right. Like I hated that I had to move to this country. I hated that I went from a community whose primary like topics of conversation and concerns were global issues to right. a place where the primary topic of concern and issues were shoes. Mm. I kid you not. Like I was, I went from a place where we were talking about the Syrian refugee crisis and how yes. we could stop global warming to a place where kids were getting upset at each other for smudging their shoes. Yeah. Wow. And it just really ticked me off. Yeah, I bet. And so I that imagine. whole year that I was here, I could not let go of that. Mm. I felt guilt and shame for experiencing that because I'm, I love Jesus, right? So I'm supposed right. to love people even yep. when they care about shoes. Right. You right. know what I mean? And so all of these emotions started stacking up. Yes. The primary, like the powerful emotion that I felt was anger because I was like, yeah. oh, these people, they're wrong. I want to, I want them to hurt the way I'm hurting because right. they're so dumb. Right. Which didn't actually work out. Right. Like it didn't, it, it made no difference to them, but it was destroying me. Yeah. Absolutely. And the long, like, I'm telling you, this was like probably three years probably total before I got over it, Mm. that I was not experiencing my anger, that I was not experiencing sadness over leaving my home country. I was stuffing it. I wasn't processing it. I wasn't experiencing it because I was shamed for feeling those emotions over this huge transition in my life. Right. Wow. Wow. But once I started experiencing those emotions, yeah. I was actually able to grieve 
One, the fact that I had left this the beautiful country of Poland and that I had come to this godforsaken land of Wyoming. (laughs) We used to joke that like Wyoming isn't the edge of the world, but you can see it from here. You can see it from here. Oh gosh, you can see so far in Wyoming. (laughs) I think we have we're up to twenty five people now. Oh, probably. (laughs) <laughs> oh, and it's no joke, Bobby, population. that we have double the population of antelope than we do of people. Oh, I know. I keep track oh, of man, the antelope population. <laughs> you see them everywhere. Oh, wow. So you know what I've been telling kids to do? What have you been telling them? This is what I want them to do. This is what I want you to get. Okay, this is how we're going to process emotion. Okay. It's going to take some work on your end. But as you guys know, you'll hear me say this in, in some of these episodes. I will not work on your life harder than you will. But I will walk with you through it. Yeah. And so... What I want you to start doing is this. You have to process it. But whenever something comes up throughout your day, I want you to stop in your tracks. And I want you to write down what you're feeling and why you're feeling that. Okay? I'm literally having kids do this in my program. that I'm, And so it's like, literally, if you have it in the middle of a presentation, I want you to say, hold on a second. I want you to write it down. I just got anxious because I'm in front of everybody. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, gonna help, I'm helping them get to the root yeah. of that. And so I want you to start taking inventory of your emotions. And I want you to write down, if you get mad, I want you to write down, okay, why did I just get mad? I got mad because, mm-hmm. well, maybe someone said something to you. Okay, yeah, it felt like criticism. I used to get criticized by my mom when I was younger, da, 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 you know, yeah. or my dad or my brother or whatever it is. I want you to start taking inventory. And I want you to start looking at them. Because when you do that, then that's when you can experience it but then after that, you don't have to feel bad for experiencing, and then you can release it yeah. and move on, mm-hmm. right? But again, the only th- thing with emotions is, and you said it, if we can't have the best, we want the second best. And if we think, oh, we can't sit in a state of joy, well, no, you can, but you'll just settle for the alternative. What's comfortable. What's comfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to hate people, mm-hmm. right? It's easy to hold on to fear, mm-hmm. right? But it's not as easy to let go. Right. So you know what? I'm actually going to go the opposite of this because I know that if I sit here where it leads, and some of you can go down a mental track in your mind to know where this anger will lead you, right? And so it's understanding that when it comes, acknowledge it, experience it, and then you can release it after you've put it in the right place. Mm-hmm. And processed it enough. And sometimes it's calling someone and saying, I am so mad right now. Can you talk to me about it? Yeah. And walking through that. And if you have to send yourself a voice memo to do that, do that. And say, I just want to send this to someone because blah, blah. You can send it to me. You can send it to us. Right. But open up about it. Take away its footing. Lose its foundation because that cannot stay there. It won't be beneficial. Right. Well, and the awesome thing about doing that exercise is that it teaches you how to recognize what you're feeling. Yes. And that's a huge thing because I didn't know when I was 17 and moving here that all of the emotions that I was experiencing was grief and and loss. Yes. And culture shock. The only words I had for them was just sheer rage. Yes. And then, and then shame because, you know, I, I wasn't allowed to feel rage and I wasn't allowed to be angry at people because I was a Christian and I had to love people and all of that. But wow. once I got the language for it and once I yeah. recognized, oh, that tight feeling in my chest yes. is actually loneliness. Yes. Come on. Oh, 
Talk about my it. heart beating really fast, that's actually anger projecting onto my sadness. Yes. And having the experience of going through and like recognizing your emotions and being able to yes. say, oh, that's what this is. Yes. Gives you so much power to just yes. be like, you know what? This is real. I'm experiencing it, but I'm going to return to joy. Yes. Because what happens after that too is then you're not a slave to your emotions. Right. And your emotions won't toss you back and forth. Mm-hmm. You know, I asked the question so many times to kids. I said, how many of you can walk into school and within five minutes someone says something to you and your day's ruined? Again, 95% of them. I'm like, aren't you guys tired of that? There's a way that you can take those feelings that you have and actually do something about them so you don't become a slave to them. Yeah. And honestly, feeling it, you said a good one. So let's recap it for him real quick. Give him the, I think we gave him four or five things. Right. The basics is recognize the emotion. Well, so the basics, I would say, is you have to experience the emotion. Yes. You have to feel it in your body. Yes. And then if you can, name it for what it is. Recognize what emotion you're experiencing. Absolutely. Once you've recognized that emotion... If you want to, you can identify why you're experiencing that emotion. Yes. And at every step, give yourself permission to have this experience and do yes. not shame yourself for having that experience. Right. Um, and once you know all of those things about what you're experiencing, let it go. Yes. And return to whatever state you desire to be in. Yes. State of peace, Absolutely. state of joy, a state of love. Like Love it. There's so many better emotions, more powerful emotions yes. that we can live from. Yes. The the orange juices to the coffees, to use the bucket analogy. Yeah. That we can we have the power, we have the authority, we have yes. the ability to choose if we want. Absolutely. And 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 just know that the bucket, like the second bucket What's already in there will come out, but how do you want it to come out? Yeah. It's going to be up to you. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the biggest thing. And so I, I love that. I think, you know, again, give that exercise that we just gave you to do to write down why you're feeling, how you're feeling. It's important to understand that. Um, real quick, what I, was, I want to add to the last one. You said, like, let it go, release it. That may be calling someone to say, I need to just talk about this real quick. Mm-hmm. And that's how you release it. And then we don't, we, we don't go back. Yeah. We move forward, right? And some of you actually find peace in that right away. You're like, man, why didn't I think of this sooner? <laughs> and so that's how you process emotions. Man, this was good, Beth. Yes, sir. Super exciting. Well, as always, we love you all, and we love being here with you. We love you listening and tuning in. We want to hear from you. So we have an email. Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to know where you're listening from. And just if you have any questions, we may even turn them into episode content. We just love you. We're with you. We want you to know that there's so much gold inside of you. There's so much greatness inside of you. And it's all going to come out. And we're here for you. That's all I got for you. See you next time. Peace be with you.